Hey, this is Brian with Church in the Loop. Thank you so much for joining me today. What do you feel like when you have to wait in line? Wait at a red light. Wait behind a slow driver. Wait, wait, wait. Waiting is not fun, is it? It's something that is a part of life, but we really don't like to wait. Um, When we put things in the microwave, it still takes a long time. Let's ask the Lord for wisdom on what it means to wait upon God. Because waiting is part of the formula of our life. It's something that is a part of the equation that God has built in. And the question is why? Uh, What is he trying to accomplish in us? What perspective is he trying to give us? Let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much for this opportunity to come before you with your people as we look into your word together. I pray, God, that you would speak to our hearts, and I pray that you would help us to see what your thoughts are and what your heart is about waiting upon you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When I leave for work in the morning, I, I must admit, I, I try to leave early, but I never, I never do. I, I just, I find myself rushing out the door, and I have to commute about th- almost 30 minutes to get to work, and it's a lot of zigzagging um, because of where I live. I don't live close to the highway, so it's it's tricky. It's a it's a tricky situation to try to um, make all these go through all these what you hope are green lights <laughs> to get to work. And there's some days I can like hit almost every green light. It's it feels great. You're like yes, there's another one. Yes, there's another one. And that commute just gets shorter, you know. And and you're kind of rushing towards the next green light. And yes, you hit it. But then there's times I'm like, oh no, I'm behind a slow driver, or oh no, I hit a red light, and you get past that that red light, you know, it, it turns green, and then the next light goes red, and then the next light, and there's days where it just seems like I am literally just hitting almost every red light all the way into work, and it's so frustrating. So in life, we have those moments, we have those times when we just feel like, why am I always hitting red lights. Why, why do I have to wait? Why can't I just, I know where I want to go. I know I, where I want to be next. Why can't I just get there and get there now? <laughs> it's kind of like when I was a kid, I used to watch Star Trek sometimes and they had that beam me up Scotty, you know, it's like you could literally just teleport to a different planet or back onto the ship from the planet. And there was no waiting. It was just a uh, almost like within seconds, you're you're teleporting to you know thousands of miles away to this other place, and it would be so nice sometimes if we could just teleport to where we want to be next in life or the the kind of situation we want to finally get to, but yet God doesn't work that way with us. It's not that He couldn't, but He's chosen in His wisdom not to, and I think there's a good lesson there for us, and that's what I want us to talk about today. One of my favorite Bible verses um, growing up was Isaiah 40, verse 31. And it's one of those verses that's you know you see kind of written on posters. It's kind of inspirational. And it's nice. Uh, it, it really encourages us in a lot of ways. And here's what it says. It says, Those who trust or wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not faint. So you have this picture, oftentimes it's of an eagle soaring in the sky with that Bible verse, Isaiah 40, 31, printed below the, the picture. And it's a good reminder that there will come a time when we can rise above 
and we can, you know, get past whatever it is we're facing. But we have to wait. <laughs> it doesn't happen overnight. And we often have to wait a lot longer than we want to wait. Sometimes months, sometimes years. Um, waiting is something, when you really do a Bible study on it, it's all over the place. It's, it's one of those things that you don't particularly do Bible studies on because who wants to learn about waiting, right? Uh, we don't want to wait. But Moses, you know, he, well, or, or Joseph, when he was um, kidnapped and sold into slavery by his brothers and had to go to Egypt, he was in prison for probably close to 15 years before he got out of prison and ended up um, working in the courts of Pharaoh as, an, as a royal administrator. Uh, Moses, when he fled from Egypt um, and lost his royal status, he became a shepherd and then one day God appeared to him in a burning bush and said, hey, you've been chosen. I want to lead my people out and you're going to be their leader. That was 40 years later. 40 years. He had to wait 40 years to be used of God in the kind of way that he had hoped when he was younger. So waiting is a part of God's plan. Um, it's, it's almost in every Bible story. And I challenge you to come up with a Bible story where it's not there. It's, it's usually there. It's, it's kind of like a color in a painting that's always there somewhere. Um, it, it may not be prevalent. and Sometimes it may be almost all you see, but it's definitely there. Waiting. How do we wait on the Lord? Um, one of my favorite psalms is Psalm 40. And Psalm 40 says, I waited patiently for the Lord and he turned to me and heard my cry for help. He brought me up from a desolate pit out of the muddy clay and set my feet on a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear, and they will trust in the Lord. And then he goes on to say, How happy is anyone who has put his trust in the Lord, or he could say, who has waited. I think one of the reasons that, and this is where I want us to go today, that God would have us wait, the, the Apostle Paul tells us why. And he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, he says, verse 17, he says, For our momentary light affliction, this struggle that we're facing, this time that we're waiting to be over, is producing for us an absolutely incomparable eternal weight of glory. So we do not focus on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. So we have this eternal weight of glory that will come for us, that we will inherit after this life. And Paul is saying, keep that in mind as you wait that will help you wait. So I think the trick in waiting, and it's, I think the, the key that is easy to miss is waiting is frustrating if you look at it from just the perspective of this life. If you look at waiting from just your typical life perspective, you're going to think, I don't have all day. My life, life is too short. I don't want to wait for this. And you move on. But when you look at it from an eternal perspective, all of a sudden, that wait 
becomes very small. And I think what God is trying to remind us in the scriptures with the stories of Bible characters that had to wait often years or decades, and people that were in prison that had to wait, and now us, we're waiting on God in different ways, is the wait really only makes sense when you consider it from an eternal perspective. That God is fashioning you for eternity, not just for something now. And that eternity is worth the wait now. Now, when you look at things that way, it's going to give you hope and encouragement because there's more to life than this life. If you don't look at things from an eternal perspective, you're going to feel frustrated. You're going to feel like it's not worth it. But when you look at things from an eternal perspective, what that means is God is preparing you for eternity, not just the things right now. And sometimes that takes a lifetime of preparation and waiting so that when eternity comes, you're ready for that and the assignment he has for you in eternity. I saw this really neat uh, on my desk calendar. I have like a, a thing you turn to the day and it has different thoughts on it, scriptures and stuff. And one thought it had was, it said, you belong to God's eternal dream. And I thought that was really cool because God has an eternal dream and it will not be broken. It will happen. It will come to fruition, but it's an eternal dream. It's not meant for just right here, right now. It's beyond right here, right now. And if that's true, then that means that God is working in you for eternity's sake, not just for this lifetime. So, you may wait for things, and you may get those things now in this life, or guess what? You may never get those things now in this life, but God is preparing you for what's coming next because he has an eternal dream that you are a part of and that he's preparing you for. And that sometimes takes a lifetime. When we live with an eternal perspective, we see people differently. We have more patience with others because we realize, hey, Everyone around me is created for eternity. They're going to spend eternity somewhere. Either they're part of God's eternal dream or they're not. And our mission is, as followers of Jesus, is to work in a way in lives around us to plant the seed of hope that they can be a part of God's eternal dream through Jesus, his son. That That's the whole purpose Jesus came, was to get them back, to win them to help them to see that they are created for something more than just this life. And when we can live with an eternal perspective, it will give you an incredible patience the next time you hit a red light and you're in a hurry or you're behind a slow driver who's got all day to go nowhere because you're going to remember you're created for eternity. And the patience that God is weaving into you now, it takes time. To get inside of you. It takes time to work its way deep to the bones of your soul. But there's a purpose behind it because you are part of God's eternal dream. Lord, I pray that you would give us this eternal perspective 
as your children, as your people, as followers of Jesus, help us to remember that we are created for your eternal dream. And when we don't see how we fit in now, or we feel lost, or we feel like our dreams have been discarded, buried, and maybe completely they're gone, help us to remember that your dream was is never gone, that you are preparing us for it, and it's always far better than any dream we could have of our own. Give us that hope to continue to wait on you so that one day, yes, we can soar with wings like an eagle that it says in your scripture that we will. Thank you, Father. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.